This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. And I can tell you that the West is not done. They've announced a new round of sanctions on Russia, and this time it's personal. Vladimir Putin's daughters have been sanctioned by the US and the UK. Their assets will be frozen and their travel will be banned. I know it sounds dramatic, but these sanctions are largely symbolic because both women live in secrecy. We do not know where they reside, where they work, or what their assets are. Nonetheless, the West is on the hunt. They believe that Putin has stashed his wealth under his daughters' name. If they can find those assets, they can put pressure on Putin. But like I said, it's all conjecture. Very little is known about Putin's daughters. In fact, Putin likes it that way. He never discusses them in public. The most he said was this in 2015. They say, and it's true, that they live in Russia and have never left to live anywhere permanently. They were educated only in Russia. They have only studied in Russian universities. I'm proud of them. They are studying and working. They studied in Russia, they live in Russia, and I'm proud of them. That's all that Putin has ever said about his daughters publicly. Not really a family man. But reports do pop up from time to time, and from those reports you get a decent picture. Vladimir Putin has two daughters from his ex-wife. The elder is Maria Voronsova. She was born in 1985. She studied biology in St. Petersburg, and now she's working as an academic. Voronsova also dabbles in the corporate world. She co-owns a medical company. The younger daughter is Katerina Tikhonova. She had a brief stardom in 2013. That's when she won an international dance competition. But since then, she's also disappeared. Nowadays, she's dabbling in academics and business. Her husband is the son of a longtime Kremlin ally. And this is all we have on Putin's family. His daughters are 36 and 35 years old. They spend very little time with their father and their affairs are treated as a state secret. So why exactly is the West, what exactly is the West hoping to achieve here? Perhaps a repeat of 1967. That's when a certain Svetlana Stalin landed in New York, the only daughter of Soviet leader Joseph Stalin. She had defected to the Western camp. In fact, she denounced both her father's legacy and the Soviet Union. Stalin was long dead by then, but the symbolic effect was important. Could something similar happen with Putin's daughters? Looks unlikely at the moment. Reports say Putin's daughters are firmly in his corner. They support his war in Ukraine. They also reject international media coverage of this invasion. So defection is a bridge too far. Their best bet is to create some hype. And even that is not a convincing position. And I will show you how. Let me show you the British government statement on these sanctions. This is what the government of the UK has said. The lavish lifestyles of the Kremlin's inner circle will be further targeted from today. The UK has coordinated these sanctions with the US in another show of global unity on action against Russia's illegal invasion of Ukraine. Global unity? Coordinating with the US hardly counts as global unity, especially when you consider this report. Russian oligarchs are finding new safe havens away from Western sanctions. Guess their number one destination, NATO ally Turkey. Apparently, Russians are pumping money into Turkey. They're buying four apartments at once. Why four? Because that makes them eligible for the golden passport. You see, in Turkey, you can buy citizenship. Only two conditions. One, you must buy real estate worth $250,000, hence the four apartments. And two, you cannot sell for three years. 
It's a win-win for both sides. Turkey desperately needs the money. Russia desperately needs a safe haven. Let me show you these numbers. Since the war broke out, 14,000 Russians have arrived in Turkey, some of them with their yachts, others with thick wads of cash. Some of that money was deposited in banks, which means they had to be swapped for foreign currency. Guess how much money are we talking about? Around $3 billion in two days. Now, this is publicly available information. And Turkey is not even trying to hide it. In fact, their foreign minister is openly inviting oligarchs to Turkey. These reports raise two questions. Number one, why is the West giving Turkey a free pass? You blame India for buying Russian oil, which is not even sanctioned, by the way. At the same time, your own ally Turkey is openly flouting your sanctions. Question number two, how can Turkey be trusted as a mediator anymore? They're profiting from this war. They're getting valuable investment from Russia, yet that same Turkey is brokering peace. How is this not a conflict of interest? If the West is serious about ending this war, they need to review their strategy. Suspending Russia from the United Nations bodies will not work. Neither will sanctioning Putin's family. If you're serious, crack down on profiteers like Turkey not neutral states defending their national interest.